Welcome to episode six of the Cosmic Dancers podcast. You are here. My name is Maya. I'm one of the hosts. You will soon hear from Median. She is host number two. Together, we are two entrepreneurs on a journey to explore all of the seen and unseen elements of what it is to be an entrepreneur at this time, a female entrepreneur, and working in wellness and real estate. So if that's an interesting mix for you, then keep listening. If you are a returning listener, I'm so excited to have you back because the journey continues. This is the full, unedited, well, okay, I'll be honest, I took out a few of the filler words and some long pauses that were just too long, but mostly unedited version of our conversation about my trip to Costa Rica when I was evaluating potential properties to purchase. And this is an exercise that you who are wanting to maybe one day own a piece of land somewhere else in another country, maybe beautiful Costa Rica, or maybe you are somebody who just wants to hear more about this area in the world, you will want to pay close attention to the diverse journey that Median took me on, or I took myself on as well. And we explored different types of homes, land. I fell in love with a piece of land. You're going to get to hear about that story. And also along the way, like how we incorporate our growing lessons in spirituality, in understanding the real estate world and the ebb and flow of how this is going to work as we move forward with a deepening desire to create a retreat place that we can bring our customers to consistently. We have a couple right now that are amazing and we, we just want to elevate our experience for our guests even more. So this is one of these, we want to build something in the future and we're just opening up all the doors to possibility. So without too much more preamble, I'm going to turn it over to the podcast. You'll start with Median shuffling some uh, tarot cards. She's going to pull one for the episode. We do these things to focus us. We also do an invocation, a full-blown meditation to align ourselves before every single time that we turn on the record button and and pretty much every single time we get together. It really helps focus our time and align us so that our conversations really are growing and building something. And so you're on for that journey. And following this episode, I will I will also post a recording of the meditation. It'll be meditation number two that goes along with this podcast. So you can enjoy that separately. And yeah, right now you can just dive into the conversation and sync up with us. Okay, here we are shuffling our cards. Enjoy. As I shuffle the cards, I also want you to be focused and sending all of your energy to these cards. So we're both choosing one. I'm going to shuffle them first. Very well. 
I'm going to pull one. Oh, I love it. It says, you are sacred. Hmm. We are sacred. So and she's hugging herself. Yeah, and she's hugging herself. Yes. I am sacred. You are sacred. So I'm going to leave this close by. We will share later um, what the book says. But mm -hmm. uh, this is this is a, a good card to start a conversation uh, right now. Uh, after the trip you took to Costa Rica and you were here for an entire week, I was super happy to have you. I I love Mark and the kids and everything, but having you that week just just on your own, it was so so great. I I really took advantage of your time and your freedom. It was a pleasure to go to visit all those places and to recognize the knowingness of our hearts every time we we saw a place that we feel like we want to share with 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 the people we love with the, the the people we love is not just our families and friends but whoever comes in contact with us we have that ability to recognize that the, their souls so we are very excited to share uh, all these places with everybody and to honor how sacred we are, how sacred our bodies is, are, how sacred our minds are, and how sacred the earth is through our work. Every time you come to Costa Rica, or every time somebody visits Costa Rica. So Yeah, it was a... It was a beautiful week that I got to spend and it flew by so fast. I couldn't believe it. I thought I was going to do all kinds of work while I was there. And I, and I did, I did, but I was, you know, thinking of computer work and I believe what happened is another lesson for me that a lot of the work that you do when you travel and when you are somebody who sees the unseen world as a lot of the work ends up being unseen. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. it's free, totally flow. free flow. It's energy work. It's being in the presence of somebody. It's watching different magical experiences unfold and just getting to sit back and, and kind of pinch yourself to say, did that happen? Did that really happen? Yeah. So that's what I feel like that week was. It was a it was a delightful experience in the mastery of energetics being with, and oh, that's what I called you. <laughs> I introduced you because we've been, we've been laughing in our private conversations about what do I, what do I like to call you? Because I met you as, you know, one version of yourself. We're all yep. like, we wear many hats, many labels. Right. And, and so I've been loving introducing you as a master of energetics. It just fits. I don't know. How do you feel about it? It felt great. It, it felt great. It's interesting how valuable a person who sees you, you know, we all we all need that. I hope everybody has that one person who sees you and knows that that we are more than than what we think we are. And when we were traveling around this area and meeting all these new people, the more you said it and introduced me as like she's a master of of energy at first i was like well ah, it's 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 fun she loves me and she admi admires me the way you know this uh, love 
that women feel for each other. But then the more you kept saying it and saying it, and I, my, what I felt, you know what it was? It wasn't even me or my mind responding to it. My body was responding to it. To it. Every time you affirm, she's a master of energy. She's a master of energy. There's when I knew that it was um, a deep truth when the body is the one who responds not from not it's not the mind it's not the ego it's not the uh you know like you could go it either way i could go and say like no i'm not i'm not and, and sabotage myself or uh it could go to the mind and say you know go to the ego and and go also in a different direction but i am very happy that it, the guidance that i felt was from my body my body felt felt expanded. I felt like my body was vibrating strongly every time you said that um, affirmation referring to me and I felt coherence. So thank you. Thank you very much. It was great. It's a, it was a great exercise because I knew like every every place that we visited, for example, um, the first one, I forgot the name of the word, the glamping. Yeah. Well, that yeah. wasn't even the first one. That was after we'd done the tour of what are people building in the area that that you're in. I uh, would. What do we call that? Like the Playa Flamingo, Brazilito. Playa, yeah, era. it's true. It's true. But that, but there's there you go. But there you go again. There's that. There's an example. Like we visit, and, and I, I'll I'll let you go to that in a moment. We visit those places first, and then the response of my body when we went to these other places I could notice the difference and then I could notice the mastery when the body the heart immediately responds to something that is in in, in coherence with what we're doing or uh, or that has the potential to become more than what it is you know and I felt the difference but yeah it's true we went and visited uh, how people build nowadays in, in yeah. develop, developments in this area and this is kind of what I wanted to talk about in the podcast. And we could we could almost call this a podcast for any foreigner that's looking to buy in Costa Rica or build in Costa Rica. It's kind of your your insight into what is happening, how well at least one Costa Rican sees it, and how I see it as a foreign investor as well. And so we can give you that insight. And I think that there's a lot of mis misinformation and a lot of misplaced desire. And even this morning I was at a physio session. I don't know if you see, I'm not, if you notice I'm t sitting taller, he like really worked the, yeah. like the upper spine. It was, it was for the original injury of the shoulder. It was my yeah. like three month follow-up that I injured myself on our, on our waterfall hike back in August, but, um, shoulders great. Now I was like, okay, look up here. Cause you said there was something that maybe like my shoulders were causing tension so he's massaging away, opening up my spine. Beautiful. Loved it. And at the same time, he was asking me about my trip to Costa Rica. He's so curious. We only have like 20 minutes together. So he was asking about investing and here's like some random physio originally from France ask, or maybe not France, but somewhere Europe. And I was thinking, man, a lot, really a lot of people are thinking about, it's their first thought is purchasing in Costa Rica, purchasing, not just like going necessarily to experience it many times over, but purchasing. I wonder why that is, but also we have thoughts about it. So. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know how he knows uh, Costa Rica, but for some reason, I don't know why this, there's probably a vibrational 
reason of it, like energetic. But yeah, Costa Rica, the last for the last uh, few years, particularly after the pandemic, it became super attractive to to foreigners to to move here. I feel I feel there, there's that there's something about Costa Rica. Well, first we don't have an army, and I think that that creates a beautiful vibration that attracts people. We have so much biodiversity, and people is looking for that to 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 come back to nature, come back to beauty, come back to 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 the natural world. And I think those two aspects, the and also the economy, you know, it's a it's um it's a it's it's, it's good for investors these days. Uh, but then that makes that lead us to fall into the, the the subject that we keep discussing every time you come, or we keep discussing when we went to see those homes when you were here. And is everybody comes looking for peace, for nature, for connection. But then when they buy the land, they come and build the 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 uh, like a copy of what they have back home. So there's where the, there's no coherence and there's where we don't understand how they come looking for nature, looking for green, for connection, but then they, they come in and, and build, replicate what they have back home, like everything, the homes, they cut, I don't know, they cut, they build these concrete boxes with AC and yeah. cut all the trees around it. So that's what we've been looking. Uh, it's, it's been looking like that lately in this area. And it's strange for me because I have to think back of like why I first came and it wasn't like I, we weren't necessarily looking for, to be in Costa Rica the same way that I think other people may be attuned to it, but mm-hmm. we were, it was like a consolation for us to like not have to travel to Hawaii to get kind of the same experience. And I was totally unconscious to the treasure I was about to experience And then what brought us to the place where we now own is like, oh yeah, this looks comfortable. This looks luxurious. So like it was, those had to be there for some reason. And I, I'm like a pretty conscious person and I'm thinking about myself back then. And I'm like, wow, I thought I was so, you know, woke and I, and and awake and I really wasn't. Mm -hmm. And so I think what own and like learning and owning in Costa Rica has given me is like a wake up call because we did essentially seek out like more of the same, but also like, it was like, oh yeah, we can be, you know, this close to the ocean. Um, I know that there are certain things that we, we knew unconsciously or consciously that would ground us there. We bought into a well-run complex so that the maintenance would be done on the property. And I knew something was good about that, but oh my goodness, after visiting the property that was abandoned for a year, and seeing how, if you do not maintain your property, how quickly nature there uh, just takes it back. It was astounding actually. And I think that the agent showing us the place was really shocked that how, <laughs> how in disrepair it had quickly become. So yeah. So in just in buying, like we were, I think one of the biggest things that I learned on this trip is that, you know, you, you shouldn't go with the idea that you could purchase something and walk away from it. Like this is to like, be there and care for. And so that's just in property, but even the land itself, like that, you know, that there's a level, a higher level of care that I was unconscious of. 
and getting to see it from different perspective, getting to actually sit vibrationally in those homes around the area that are built, like you said, like concrete boxes. It just felt, it felt heavy. That's the only way I could describe it. I walked into those homes and I felt the weight of them. And literally they're probably like tons and tons and tons of weight to put those structures in place. So maybe that's what I was, I was actually feeling the weight of probably of earth going, you're heavy. (laughs) Right. You were saying like, it's completely unnecessary. Like these kinds of structures. Yeah, completely, completely. One of my, the, the examples that I always give is the garden when they come and they, they plant like green grass around the house in an area like Guanacaste that it's very dry. So that means you will have to spend a lot of water to keep that grass green instead of building a garden that can accommodate to mother nature and not mother nature having to accommodate to to us something that i have been noticing as well maya is that they buy the property they build a home they do all the rearrangement to make it look just like home and then they have to sell it and go yeah yeah and i feel like it's that's kind of like it's is it the natural rhythm of energy the natural rhythm of nature nature kicks you out like like just like when you buy a place and you leave it abandoned for one year nature takes it back yeah same thing if you i i noticed that nature is very smart and if it has it her own ways to take her things back too because even if they are maintaining the property there's a moment when they cannot maintain it anymore because they are spending a lot of money on electricity because they have to have the AC going all the time because Guanacaste is hot and they didn't leave the trees, you know, uh, the trees to keep it fresh. Costa Rica is an expensive country in that in that sense, in that way, when when you invest in properties that are not made for the area. And so the way of nature taking back is taking her land back is uh in that way as well they 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 have to sell the property and move away because it's not sustainable mother nature can feed our needs but it cannot feed our greed and that's i see a lot i see a lot of people buying building transforming the land and cutting trees and then having to sell it to go back home or to recover their investment because it's not sustainable for mother nature and so it won't it won't be sustainable for human beings or human beings economy either it at some point she mother nature works slowly but the results always always show up yeah and, yeah and we were trying we were honestly we're very open right to looking mm-hmm. at these places because we want to look for other places to host our retreats in bigger homes to do you know bigger like if you have a 10 or 15 person retreat or it's, it's nice to have a home sometimes to be at. And I'm still, I'm still a bit in, in shock, I think of some of the construction that I saw that is relatively new and like the way it's wearing. And and I'm glad that I don't, I don't own that. And I don't have to care Mm -hmm. for that because it feels like a burden. And so there's that. And then a lot of these homes were built so close to each other that I wondered how that's very different than living in a city, which I live in a city. I'm in Montreal and I live super close to all of my neighbors, but we're in a city. We're on an island that's necessary for us to function. And we there's not a lot of space, but you're in the country in Costa Rica and you want to build that close to the next person. That didn't make sense to me. So that was interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. And it's because 
sometimes when pe not, not everybody I'm, i am sure not everybody but uh particularly the people who come to invest here in the flamingo area potrero area maybe because the marina was just built and they come here to uh, invest so when they buy a property they want to take advantage of the last inch of the property so they build all around it which makes that the person next to you who's who's also doing the same is going to be right next to you and then it breaks the dream that they they ha people had of coming to costa rica to be in solitude close to nature in silence then yeah it doesn't it doesn't make sense anymore something and and, and this comes from ex experience if all those places that we visited at first in the area of flamingo i mean we love uh beauty you and me we love beauty we love luxury we appreciate like a nice decoration we appreciate you know we appreciate those things and then i feel that we were introduced to the homes we enter we loved it we loved the you know all the details we could tell that you know the the decorate there's a mind behind it and we appreciated the luxury and the beauty and the space and the colors but then that was like temporary because after when they finished showing us the homes, I remember we both were with that feeling in our of, in our hearts of like, no, but this is not it. This is, mm -hmm. you know, like I felt like that. We knew and something then, was to come. There was something <laughs> missing, right? And 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 that's what it is. You be what's missing is that you know that even though you see all that beauty and luxury and and high quality of construction the essence underneath we don't feel the coherence that we don't feel that yeah. that it's uh in, and in i i think we were both looking i'll put words to it uh you'll tell me if you agree but we were looking for we were looking for luxury but we were looking for the essence to feel like luxury when we walked away like you said it was temporary and we were like hey what's next what else uh -huh. are you going to show me exactly well <laughs> like, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't enough <laughs> It but it, we were excited. We were excited for what's next. We um we got to see. It was the next day. We got to see the glamping, uh, an entire little uh, development that was done for high end camping glamping, mm -hmm. and that was the one that shocked me the most in how quickly things can mm -hmm. fall apart if you're not maintaining them in, in Costa Rica. I was actually sad for the owners who were headed, who had invested a lot of money. Cause I feel like that's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to resolve mentally when you've put all this money in, but literally mother nature is eating it now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not, it's not funny. Like, Oh my goodness. It was, it was sad for the the people. So I was like, okay, well they better, they better find a buyer quickly. Cause I need, need someone now. So not us yet. But... <laughs> yeah. The place is stunning, but we yeah we could we could definitely feel like a Sleeping Beauty, no? Like a, yeah, like a Sleeping Beauty. I almost felt like oh, I wish I had my drum, and I felt like singing to the trees <laughs> because it's like the Sleeping Beauty. And then if if you just connect with the land directly when you buy, like from your heart, actually the way the elders teach us is like you get to the land and then you connect with the land and you ask the land what does it need right and and then from there you you build upon it um so yeah and when we visited that place i felt like uh, this sleeping beauty and i just wanted to sing to it to know what is it that she needs uh that she want to just like swallow all of that and 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 and, and you know come back 
uh, again or that she wants somebody to come and pour their heart on her and take care of it again and sing to it again that place definitely has the potential for you know this secluded beautiful uh, forest where we can do all types of uh, intimate transformation intimate you know ceremony uh the, the vision was clear when we were there the vision was very clear uh, i would yeah, love to I, I saw that something like that <laughs> potential with a capital p for sure i saw it but it needs it needs a like influx right now of attention it's like mm-hmm. now or never and it's a mm-hmm. standoff with nature <laughs> no not a standoff but like a mm-hmm. it's it's a reckoning it's a reckoning nature is kind of saying do you do you want to do this yeah. humans and and yeah the right people have to come maybe we're it but the verdict's still out we're still you know talking to people and and um looking at other options yeah but it was really fun to see it was the first time you and I had stepped into a potential vision investment in okay this we could do this could be a kind of a mm-hmm. retreat center this could be a yeah. space this could be where a sweat lodge could go this yeah. kind of level and it got us it unlocked something and then we had an epic conversation with the real estate agent where we we just took it to another level of of conversation and she said some things in that conversation about what people are investing in and how that's affecting her yeah. and what they're asking of her that just made my heart off it just it it um pierced my heart in a way that like tells me that there's something that we need to help people with who are interested in in coming to Costa Rica, just either to visit or to invest. They're seeking for something, but they're not intentional. And it's landing like all the shadows that people are bringing. And we see this, our our travelers coming, you getting involved more and more with our travelers coming to Costa Rica through uh, Raleigh retreats. You're seeing it, how people are are coming with their shadows and it shows up in all kinds of interesting ways yeah very controlling or very um very questioning of everything and then it becomes like self-fulfilling prophecies the 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 person who um I, I don't lo- love the money yeah like all oh, like that you know that locked their money in a in a safe that was very concerned about the cost of everything and all of a sudden all their money was locked in the safe and we were we were like what is happening what yeah. is the universe like telling us telling them it's so obvious but yeah there's something for us it was clear for us it was clear it was a difficult not not a difficult client i mean it was a, a different uh, a different client and they had a lot of resistance about money and about the activities that they wanted to do and the the pricing and and stuff like that and then they arrived and they locked their money in the safe and and i had the key and so they had to wait for me to come back and and then and we were we had it we saw it clearly wow like that's that's them co-creating with the universe their tightness about money so they locked their money so they don't have to spend it so it was really really clear and we keep seeing that every time when somebody visit us we can see when they are like open and ready to receive in the receptive mode or when how much control they want to apply to to their vacation, you know, like how, how that lack of freedom that their soul is uh, is experiencing right now. Something, uh, a really beautiful approach of to own land in here in Costa Rica, uh, shared by my friend uh, Anna Waterberg, the one my friend that we did the um, the singing 
singing session. We're going to talk about that. That was like day four or five. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, she owns a, a big, big property, beautiful property with a river passing by. And there she has sweat lodge and ceremonies and sacred, sacred activities. And the way she every time I say I say I introduce her to people and I say this is her land or she owns this land. She said, I don't I don't own this land. I have the honor to take care of it. Yeah. And I that's it. I think that's it. Like that's the we all every time we own land. I mean, there's a piece of paper that says that these all square meters are yours. If we could shift the owning part into this is not mine, this land, this earth, the child can never own the mother. So this earth is not ours. Like and, and so when we have a piece of land, if we could shift in our hearts and feel and know that I don't own this land. I have the honor of taking care of it. And that way, everybody will treat their property in a more sustainable way than the way they're doing here, where they come and say, like, I own this and I'm going to take the most out of it, you know, and, and they go against the cycles of nature and then nature kicks their butt. I have seen it in many ways for many years. I'm 40, so I've seen many ways of mother earth kicking people out when they are not being respectful yeah i absolutely resonate with i caretake i and in that you take care of your community mm -hmm. so one of the big goals that i have as as an investor in in accumulating properties because that's really what that is i mean there there's other ways of investing money just to grow money. And, you know, that confuses me. So I invest in startups that may or may not pan out because I just like the people. But the other part is being smart with your investment, trying to hold it in a, in real estate. That's what my background, my husband's background is in. And now I'm more involved and I look at it as how can I improve my community or the community around this space by owning this space? And that was my intention when I bought this random random purchase condo at the, at the Palms, I saw, I saw something really deeply that was kind of going, it wasn't like in alignment with, with who I was and where I was going, but I saw it as like, okay, this is like an opportunity here. I wonder if I could, you know, kind of shake this up, shake up the system and do something different. And in caring for that space and then caring, like trying to bring it to the community. That was how, well, that's how I met you. <laughs> yeah. And no, no. I was thinking exactly that when you said, like, I want to serve the community. Well, you know, your intention attracted me like at a, at a soul level, energetic level, your intention of owning a property where you can serve the community around it. That's I think uh, uh, at an energetic level, that's what attracted me to to or made me my my soul to gravitate toward you because definitely all them the process that I have been we have been going through together for more than two years had transformed me in a way that made me a better asset to my community a better I I, I became more resourceful the the wealth and the abundance that um, the work with you had brought me made me uh, a wiser person and, and a, a better, um, uh, you know, like I feel like I can serve better my community 
you know, because of all the process that I went through, I have been going through and I will keep going through because I know I feel like I'm halfway with you. Like, I really get that feeling too. As soon as I, I thought of the palms, I was like, well, why didn't I just buy a retreat center right away? But I wasn't ready. And I wasn't even thinking that that was within the realm Mm -hmm. of possibility totally, even though I had already had these desires kind of mushroom up of being involved in, in bringing people together in transformational experiences. So that is where we're going. I see it on the horizon, but we're both, we're both creating a stable base where that's every piece of that operation is, is coming from such a grounded, authentic, you know, nature approved, like you said, you got a drum and ask nature what, what she wants. And so that we can, we can build, we do need structures. Somebody asked me, okay, I will, I will tease the last part of this, which is the piece. I fell in love with a part of Costa Rica. I didn't, I didn't expect. And, and, um, so yeah, someone was asking me about building structures and I was like, yeah, that can happen on land at, at any point. You kind of need structures if people are going to sleep there potentially, you know, mm-hmm. you want, you want to bring in some electricity, this kind of, um, you know, luxury, <laughs> mm-hmm. some, some Wi-Fi, but, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so these are stepping stones. I feel that we're in right now. And the trip was like a massive launch for us. It was like, yeah. Oh, what's possible. What's out there. The retreat, uh, the glamping site was like, wow, this could be a retreat place. Absolutely. Then we went, we saw some land and then we went, um, and th- there wasn't like, there wasn't a lot to see because, when you go visit land, unless there's, how can I say, unless there's a tour of it, of the people that own it, I think it's hard to kind of get a feel for it. Mm-hmm. Other, So that's like, we kind of glimpsed at some land in, in an area just to get, oh, this is what looking at land. It was a good mm-hmm. comparable because we looked at two pieces of land on the trip. Yeah. Um, and then I saw the piece of land that was slowly being built on by Anna. Yeah. Uh, when we got to drive down to Nocera and do our road trip. And so we had this, this inside joke that we were tripping. We're going to road tripping, road tripping. So we went to, yeah, no Sarah first or that direction. And that's farther down the the beach or to the different beach. Yeah. Uh, I hadn't been, and you had told me about no Sarah and other people had told me about no Sarah. And for some reason, no Sarah is where I'd heard the most about when people yeah. were talking about Costa Rica. And so I was interested to see it and feel it for myself um, to see what it was. But the, I think the, the words that come to mind that were kind of keeping a, a shield up around ever kind of looking too deep is um, spiritual tourism. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this is what you'd primed me for and not to like, you weren't, and I wasn't, I always make my own opinions. I never just take someone at face value. I am very open. You could literally Mm -hmm. be, you could be told by someone to me that you're the worst person alive. And I will still give you the benefit of the doubt because I believe Mm -hmm. everyone, you know, has a, has a valuable, has a valuable uh, part to add to my life or every experience. And I want to see the the whole, I want to open to the whole value, be open to the whole value. So yeah, so no, Sarah was, um, I had, I was looking for what maybe foreigners don't see when they go there. Maybe that's where I was like, okay, I want to have my eyes open for this idea, this notion of spiritual tourism and what might be, what might be the impact of that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I was I was very happy to take you there. I'm I'm at first when you mentioned Nosara, I was like, nah, I wasn't excited because you know I I gave you my feedback. It was it's like spiritual to tourism. It's beautiful because Mother Nature is beautiful, because Costa Rica is beautiful, because Costa Rica, Mother Nature is powerful. But the, the more I go there, uh, it feels more synthetic to me, that it's not authentic, that it's a, well, you know, remember the, when we went to take that yoga session that was included in our, with our hotel? It was a yoga session that it didn't go deep. It was very superficial. Well, you know, I understand sometimes a, a yoga practice like that can be the the opening door for someone to step for, for the first time into into a practice. You know, like uh, there are different levels, and we all need different things. So I am sure that that type of yoga practice that was very shallow and focused mostly on the physical body only it was more mostly like a stretch, like a workout. It was just and that it was a workout. Yeah, it was, it a, was a workout. Yeah, that's that's what it is. And, and but it, but it also it can uh, and this is the yoga instructor talking here, but it can also can give the, the, the wrong reputation of yoga because yoga wasn't that like that a, a, a heartfelt yoga practice. It's it wasn't that like it, it, it and so but remember at the end of the class she was promoting um full moon ceremony so it was cacao ceremony with si silo with psilocybin yeah and she and you said and it was shocking for like for me i was like you know i knew it and you i remember you were very shocked of how just casual they casual they were about it oh yeah it's like she was inviting everyone over to have coffee and yeah. it was it, it was just so it was very flip very superficial and you know there's like there's nothing disingenuous about the offer and i'm sure she's you know trying her best to connect with people in the way she knows but it just it mm -hmm. it it exactly felt like the 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 most surface level of offering mm -hmm. and if you want to tap into inner self if you want to find and look at and use these modalities these are modalities these are tools to achieve an effect inside yourself which is you can see your dark side you can see your light side you can uh, harmonize you can center yourself you can find alignment all of those things if you're using those modalities superficially it's not it's going to be for nothing and so you can say that you're you know and I don't know what it means to be trendy to be spiritual. I'm actually sometimes shy to say, to even label myself as spiritual. Other people have labeled me that. And I'm like, really? Okay. Yeah, I guess, I guess you see me that way. But I just, I've studied enough science to know that the unseen world is real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I like, I, I, think love, I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. A, a spiritual person, I feel is a person who can channel spirit clearly. And I feel that if somebody called you like that before is because in your presence, they uh they felt spirit and that that that's what makes you a, a spiritual woman that when you walk into a place spirit is felt spirit is known and there then you know i feel i because yeah there's many levels and definitions for spirituality what's spiritual and i came to that realization like when and, and and we can be spiritual and sometimes we are not because we are is a polarity planet and sometimes we're high and sometimes we're low. 
But I feel that a spiritual human being is that in their presence, you can feel love, you can feel spirit flowing through them as a channel, as a clear channel. Um, going back to this, this proposition of this girl, for, for me, that, that's what Nosara is. They, they, uh, the vibration there or the frequency or the way they treat plants and ceremonies and that's cacao and mushrooms they all but they also do it with ayahuasca which is a heavier like stronger uh, medicine plant and i feel maybe they take it too light too light because you, you never know like when she was announcing that at the end of that uh, yoga session they were all tourists and i mean she doesn't know who who's holding what like if they come with traumas what energies there which are which we all do <laughs> which we all do of course but the level right you don't know like yeah. if someone is going yeah. to have a crisis yeah uh, you know uh it's a uh, it was interesting like it's an awesome responsibility to be working mm -hmm. in plant medicine it's an awesome responsibility to have to be a teacher a leader of a, like a practice like yoga that is that has a lot of potential to be a tool so mm -hmm. i just think the responsibility was taken very lightly that's hundred percent. Yeah. And so well, that's it. You were like, you were kind of saying that this is probably what, what might happen, but it did. And I don't know if it's also like self-fulfilling prophecy, because we also did uh, spend time with Anna in not far from no Sarah. And that was a, she had brought together these amazing women to have a, a healing song yeah. circle. And for somebody who doesn't sing like myself, it was very, it's still resonating inside of me. Like I could still hear some of the songs where mm -hmm. I'm like walking around and, and I felt, wow, that's, that's an experience that I want to have again. And again is singing yeah. with, with doesn't have to be just women, children, men, whoever, but that we are intentionally singing beautiful healing songs with deep meaning. Wow. On, and then yeah. on the land that she made sacred and that she's the caretaker of. So that also happened in No Sarah. So, you know, we got both experiences. It's true. It's true. But she's hidden. Like she's that. Hidden. She's hidden. She's hidden. Yeah. Like she, she wouldn't, I wouldn't categorize her as something that happens in No Sarah. Mm, like okay. you got to know. Like you were there because I took you like without right. taking any. No, that's, no. that's a good point, especially you for anyone know, listening to this podcast. Yeah, no, no, you, you will you, not find her. That's you true. will not find her like, yeah. like randomly, just like you find mushrooms and cacao in Osara. <laughs> you were there because you knew me because I took you because I wanted you to see her land. I wanted you to connect with her because she's pure walking medicine. And I, I, I could, I could definitely consider her as a teacher to me, you know, I, when I'm around her, I ask as many questions as possible. I want to, you know, like take the most out of our time together because she is so wise. And the way, like I said, she, she, when you, when I said, ah, uh, oh, this is Anna's land. She's like, well, no, I take care of it. You know, so I wouldn't put her as something that also happened in, in Osara as a, like an, as an assumption. Uh, because because no no sara has her, it's well you know what what we just mentioned no sara has a it's famous for what reputation. it is yeah reputation yeah. reputation is famous for what it is and anna is like a hidden gem I, when she does the peyote ceremonies again you if you land in a peyote ceremony at anna's properties is because somebody personally invited you it's not even promoted in Facebook or any social media. And, and so, yeah, I will leave Nosara as 
it is like what we just said before it's it's a straightforward um a synthetic the tourism what you said spiritual tourism Mm -hmm. You know, the, the people come, say, they, they come and take a hit and go home. They just come and get high and go home in Nosara. That's that's what it is. And I am local and I I will I, I will hold it. I, I hold this this uh, opinion. It's not in, in not in a way that it's a uh, um, it defines me. But if anybody asks me again and again and again, I will keep saying the same thing because it's it is what it is. It is gorgeous, though, like the hotel we stayed, it's. It's oh beautiful. yeah, beautiful structures. Mm -hmm. Some of it's a good inspiration for building. It wasn't as much heaviness, but others were. And I know that in Osara, there's a lot of development happening where they're building these homes, you know, one after the other, you know, heavy construction. So it's also happening. It, it's, also ha it's happening a lot over there. So I think it's just to be aware that with like just aware of the culture, the climate, the, you know, and going in with, with clear um, ideas of what you can achieve, which What's if possible? you, what I take out of this is if you, if you are not connected, if you are, um, coming in superficially, you, it can, people can masquerade as, as connections. People can masquerade as, as a guide when it's really very surface level. Yeah. Yeah. And also the, our real real estate agent, Mm -hmm. She she had same same feelings about Nosara. Remember, she was sharing yep. a little bit about it, and same feeling because it it is it is what it is. That's that that's what it is. And for someone, for whoever is listening to this and is looking for an authentic, authentic spiritual experience, which for me, authentic spiritual experience is connecting truly and authentically uh, with mother nature in a way that you remember that you are sacred, that you are mother nature too, that you are spirit. Ooh, you just said our card. Is that what you do? Yeah. Was that on purpose? Uh, in a way I, I have it in front of me. So it's kind of like vibrating. <laughs> it's it's like keeps reminding you. Yeah. We are sacred. And then I'm like, hug myself. I'm going to hug myself. And I hug, yeah. No, actually <laughs> when I said it, I was like this, look, yeah, 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 hugging, hugging myself. myself too. Uh, but yeah, we we in in the in all the possible ways. I don't know how much we can reach people, but if we can touch just a few, and these people touch other ten, and those ten touch other ten each, then we are weaving. We are weaving. We are making a difference. And yeah, my, our intention, I feel, is to whenever people come to Ralia retreats or Ralia retreats ask for a support to Joy of Life Costa Rica to hold space for a team or for a group that we offer something that is authentic and that, that is real and that it serves the community around where we're holding the retreat and that it will so they so when they come back home they don't lose it it is already yeah. in them that connection is already established in them and then from Nosara we went to well, this is the big finale because yeah. <laughs> you are you are saying it. And one of the things I learned about you clear, and you're like, I've always been clear about this. And I'm like, now I'm clear for life. Thank you very much, Median. Is that your purpose for what you're doing with us tourists of Costa Rica and then also of your community and your family and your friends is you told me is bringing people back to nature and grounding in nature and connecting with nature. And that your, your essence and, and this just makes complete sense to me. 
Mm. Everything that we do together from the elements to the way you create beautiful altars for us to, you know, ground in and create these portals back to our ourselves and back to who we are, what we're made out of all your meditations and that that is there. So then in the last part of our road trip that was not supposed to happen, it happened yeah. because because of who we are and the energy we created inside of that, uh, that villa on the ocean back way back in Playa Flamingo, Mm -hmm. you know, we had the decorator who, uh, came to, came to me and said, you know, like I have this piece of property in Rio Celeste and I'd love to, I'd love to show it to you if you want. And then it lined up in our trip that that was the last place we could go. And I have to tell you, I think, I think I left a piece of my heart in that river. <laughs> yeah, in all that land. Yeah, in that river. At the end, is the same river because we were staying at this beautiful hotel you booked for us. What was the name? Hideaway? Oh, yeah, the Hideaway Hotel. Yeah. The Hideaway yeah. Hotel. We, we did that hike, beautiful hike in their private property all the way down to yeah. the river. And then we went to visit her property. But like you said, like I was going to say, no, no, like uh, if they asked if they were two separate rivers, but yeah, that it's just one river that goes around all that land and is definitely a powerful one and it was beautiful to be there by that river and having mother nature directly reminding us that we're okay we are okay we're good we're good you know like we are not uh, you know how people sometimes are pessimist about our planet and about how like uh like like we're lost, you know, it's uh, we're going to hell, you know? Well, no, you corrected me on that trip. Cause I had said something and I didn't, I was like, as soon as it came out of my mouth, it's like, no, that's off that that's our planet awful. is dying. Like that was, that's the comment that I made mm-hmm. at one point, uh, when we were at the glamping place has like, I we said, something the glamping place. and you mm-hmm. called me on it. You're like, um, can we talk about that? Like that, you know, <laughs> those are not your words. Those are my <laughs> yeah and that's that's honoring and that's honoring how powerful you are but in but now that we're talking in a space where we might be heard by listened by other people it's like we are powerful beings and every time we speak the universe listens and follows our direction so when we say the world is dying or the world is sick we are creating that and uh, so when i hear somebody saying that i need to like stop them right away so we don't keep creating we don't keep co-creating that same thing and it was beautiful to be there by that river because you experienced firsthand when you are in nature you can listen to her and know that no she's not dying no she's yeah. not sick our perception is sick our perception is wrong it's an illusion It's the maya right it's the illusion Ooh. And that's what I learned. That's what I recognized as I said, oh, shoot, it's not the earth. It's humans. We're the ones who are, we're not well. And that is like, a lot of us are not well uh, in in different kinds of way. We might have the extreme of cancer. We might have uh, just an unwell feeling as we go through our day. Like it's just, there's a lot of, there's a lot of lack in wellness and that leads to illness and that leads to yes, sickness and sometimes dying. And mm-hmm. when you, when you look at it that way, it's like, oh yeah, what are we doing to ourselves to not be well? Oh yeah. We're polluting. We're causing the fish to be full of this and that we're causing the, so it's like, yeah, we're, it's not, we're killing the world, but we're killing ourselves yeah. by our actions. So I think that's ultimately why people want to come to Costa Rica because Costa Rica has some secrets to share. 
yeah, <laughs> that, <are> not, <laughs> that seem very obvious when you learn them. <laughs> yeah, when we are there, like immersed in nature, which is also one of the activations, one of the offerings that we offer, it's called nature immersion because you need to be immersed in her to see her thriving the way she's thriving with all that power and beauty. Then when you realize like, oh, no, 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 no. Mother nature is fine. She's fine. She will thrive. She will, she, 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 she's been doing this for millions of years. It's us who have to, you know, recalibrate to her frequency too so we can so we can stay so we can live a better life too like you can you notice after that it was only one day and it felt like a whole weekend right because time stops and mother nature just knows how to heal your mind or not recalibrate or 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 harmonize your mind harmonize your body your cells your emotions and then you get out of her ready like no with that knowingness knowingness that yeah we we, we can make we can make it we're we, we're good we can make it human beings i have faith in human beings yeah <laughs> we, we, we're good but, so that river um that just captivated me and i've been obsessed like i like i just had a relationship with mother earth and that we hadn't chatted in a while and I was like, oh yeah, you sexy lady. Like, right. <laughs> I can't get you out of my head. Like I and then, away and I can't, I want more. <laughs> yeah. And then it makes sense when I guide you in the meditations and I say, we are extensions of the earth. And then when you're there, you see, like you said, well, that beautiful, stunning, powerful, thriving. And you're like, hell yeah, I'm an extension of this amazing consciousness that is expressing through water and fire and trees and herbs and plants and minerals. And, and that's the love that we need to awaken urgently in ourselves to start, you know, like rising, rising again. So yeah, that's the invitation from, from us. Yeah. Come visit us. <laughs> Come visit us. We might have land. Who knows? We're going to go look at it again to see if it's for us. Yeah. And yeah, it just, or we might be caretakers of land or be part of being caretakers. We're always caretakers of land, but our, my name might be on that. It's beautiful. Like maybe, maybe more responsibility. Go, yeah. <laughs> we can go talk to her and ask her like, Hey, do you want me to take care of you? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that's a good question. Cause we're going to go back there in April. So yeah. We could ask, we could have a real, a real, um, just deep dive into what is this, what is this calling? And really sometimes it's just because people have to go there and come there and me talking about it. But you, I have to tell you, all I talk about is that river and that piece of land. And that's when I know I can't stop talking about it. That's when I know that's where my attraction is. That's where my heart is. And, but in two second conversations, ooh, like I feel it it's as if. There's this current yeah. going through me to other people that now I've piqued like at least 10 or 15 people's curiosities. Hmm. I'm like, hmm, what's happening here? This is interesting. And beautiful. there's nothing built there. <laughs> no, and it's beautiful that you are that channel because if something happened, if if you don't buy the land, but somebody else is interested in buy the land, that person has has to go through you like you as a filter so when they when they buy they will have that same you know uh, awareness that you have or awareness that we have together about like this is sacred this well all all the planet is sacred 
but when when we when we introduce people to invest with us or buy land or invest with us uh, coming on a retreat we always present ourselves and our planet our country costa rica as sacred so this is sacred and you come and you come with love and respect so i'm excited i'm excited of like what people you are going to pull, you are going to magnetize. And, and I know for sure that whoever you magnetize and if they invest, it's going to be always for the highest good of this country and of all the communities around the land they, they end up taking care of. <laughs> and what a luxury to have that. Like this is where uh, it's like, you don't need, you don't need to make anything or buy anything to have luxury. It is sometimes it's just a luxury to get to go and like to be invited. That's, yeah. that was the biggest luxury of that trip. The whole trip, it was like, you were inviting me to come to this, to come to that. The, the real estate agent was inviting us to come into these buildings. Mm-hmm. The, and then the designer was inviting us to come onto a piece of land. All those invitations were, that was the greatest gold. Actually, or for example, uh, our friend Gilberto and, and the food lab, Mm, we were invited. We talk about the food, we, yeah. Yeah, we were invited by them because they, we are in the same frequency. They see the value. They see that we, the, the, we are the type of people who's going to attract the people who appreciate what they offer, which is beautiful and delicious. I have to hand it to those. So we we had uh, an amazing meal at the food lab and not just like there was multiple layers to this. So this was, this is a new ish concept in Potrero. We'll, and we'll link right everything out yeah. here so that they get their fair. Like if anyone's in that area that they can find them, yeah. they only accept four people at a time. They only do one service uh, so like that alone is already, you know, luxury and, ex- and you have to be one of the ones you have yeah. to know they exist. And, and then these young diverse group of chefs was cooking and the one who was kind of the, the, the oldest and the most experienced, his English was quite broken. I think he was self-conscious so that you were there translating for him was lit him up and the yeah. richness of the whole experience elevated. So being able to have you know, different, different people come together, different, different, uh, food types. There was a, there's a young man from Estonia cooking like this young rock star. So just, a, wow. And it wasn't even the head chef who was there. No. So that's his, I see that as his energetics kind of coming down and creating something where he doesn't even have to be there. Um, we're going to get to experience him. I haven't experienced this chef yet, but he's, um, He's got uh, some kind of creative stuff that he's working on in in that food lab. And uh, I had something, oh yeah. And the fact that he invited us to to just come experience, I think is an important piece as well, because we're, this is the, this is part of the new, not new, I wouldn't even say new, just the economy of community. Circular, circular economy. Circular, yeah. Mm, Circular. Mm -hmm. Which I find Costa Rica does a lot better than, I'm not saying we don't do it a bit, you know, we don't do it. We're doing it in Canada. We're doing it in Montreal. I'm working on projects where I'm bringing it more consciously in, Mm -hmm. but it's, I find all of the relationships are very often, um, transactional, immediately transactional. Whereas I see a bit more happening in Costa Rica of, I understand that there's like a give and a take there is, but that we are, we're very calm about, you know, how that's going to come back to us. 
mm-hmm. how that's going to create movement in our economy and energy and introduction to new people and new experiences. And that's important for all of us. And so I'm not yeah. saying it's perfect in Costa Rica either, but I'm just like, I feel like there's a bit more flow going on, which I saw in that. Yeah, it definitely is. And I feel because of the vibration that we are emitting and the intentions that we have every time we we you come to Costa Rica and we search and try things to offer to our clients, we are attracting wealthy people, wealthy people in what way, for example, uh, the food lab, uh, they invited us to a like what was it five six cores and the, the you know it was a really look high quality uh but they they know it's not about just they don't see currency as only money you know they knew they were investing energy on us therefore that energy that they were investing on us inviting us to have dinner at, at the were invited by gilberto the the, the creator the chef um he knew that he was doing an a, a, a energetic investment because because now we are going to move that energy, you know, like out to to you know to to circulate to bring him more whatever whatever I I not even want to name it because if I name it I feel that it it reduces to that only that one thing. Yeah, I feel where that, it's not yeah. so black and white. It's not so A to B. It's more mm-hmm. circular. It's mm-hmm. not a straight line. Yeah, so yeah. I want to maybe we ways. take this maybe we take this last part because we've. We've done quite a podcast this time. So why don't we say maybe a thank you to all the people They will link them out that we've mentioned in mm-hmm. some kind of order that makes sense to people. I know we have Jen Dalton, the real yes. estate agent who took mm-hmm. us around and spent a lot of time to get to know us so that she could show us what was, what would be impactful. Mm-hmm. And so I, I want to thank her. I want to thank-, thank Anna. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I want to thank Anna for all her wisdom and all her authenticity. Uh, if you're ever around Nosara, I don't know how you can find her because, like I said, she's not she's not out in the market. But I, I don't know. Contact me or contact Maya, and and we will make sure to hook you up with her amazing work. Rosario from Casanova. So uh-huh. Rosario, uh, she she is a a great designer and she works in San Jose and also in the Playa Flamingo area. And she, she was the one who, um, who brought us to Rio Celeste area. Mm-hmm. And there's somebody else that I would like to think, but it's not coming to me. Yeah. Well, oh, Gilberto. Uh, Gilberto. that was it. Yeah. Gilberto. Gilberto, the very, very talented chef, very talented. I really, I've been following him for quite a while and so authentic, so talented, and it is worth to meet him. And, but if you don't meet him, because I see he travel a lot and, and, and he's, he's you need a lot of projects. So if you ever hire his company for uh, uh, either coming to the food lab or bring them, them to your home for a amazing chef uh, service, if he's not there to serve you, you will still feel him. You you will still feel the the master his mastermind and uh, energy behind every every detail of the experience with him. And we are very grateful that he invited us to to experience his his magic. You know his genius. Um, yeah, and well, I want to thank yeah for all the invitations. I think uh, yeah, that's a good good prayer. Good good prayer to have and and, and then, i really hope we can keep being invited <laughs> to different things too. 
Um, I also, and I'd also finished that we did have a special, we had an experience with our third partner in our rally retreats, uh, experiences, which is Dania Fallis. And mm-hmm. we got to meet baby Ian mm-hmm. and hang out with them and experience a meal together. She's really somebody who we are kind of creating that the food element that holds people for the retreats. Mm -hmm. And so I think it'll be interesting to see how bringing in other creative, creative chefs kind of mixes in and molds into what we're doing because we're very, we're very much in evolution with what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And I could see how us flowing like the river is going to lead people to experience exactly what they need to, but also beyond their dreams. And that's, if I could sum up my trip to Costa Rica, it was like exactly what I wanted to experience and then beyond. Yeah. Mm, I'm glad. (laughs) It was a fun week for me too. And everybody, I want everybody to know that every experience that we go to, we go with like very present with our hearts. So if the heart says yes, then it goes into the list of the things we want to share with you when you come and when we just don't we don't we everything that you will experience here in costa rica through ralia and through joy of life it passed through the field what one filter and is the filter of our hearts uh of maya and i and so everything we do everything you will experience when you visit it went through that filter and it was a big yes from our hearts before we offer it to to the public. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Namaste. Namaste.